Thank you for joining us today. My name is Maccabee Griffin. And I'm Marcella. And this is Beyond the Pen, where we take the well-known adage, read between the lines to a whole new level and beyond. Each week we sit down with a new author to not only discuss one of their books, but also learn the story behind the story. All right, Martel, let me ask you a question. What word does the movie Moulin Rouge, the songwriter Hathaway, and the Bible have in common? I know this. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You have no clue. You have no clue. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. But I want you to tell us. Oh, you're going to play that card. Okay, yep. fine. <laughs> it's love. We're going to be talking about love and the variations that thereof because the fact is there are so many different types of love we've heard you know puppy love physical love real love so we're going to introduce you to a young lady who has proven to me and so many others that that know her that you don't have to have a doctorate hanging on the wall or a, a syndicated tv or radio tv show to be considered an expert on the topic, because even though she has a bachelor's degree in religion and a master's in human services and has many years, I won't say the, many, the years, but many years of experience with local and state governments, you know, those are great to have, but it's not, you don't need this type of certification to understand love, because as we all know, you know, it's a lifelong thing that we need to learn and that we need to continue to work on ourselves because, you know, even though she's an experienced daughter, wife, mother, and grandmother, that's what made her an expert in the topic of love. So let's get this roller coaster of love started and talk about today's book, God is Love. Let Love Lead, and with the author, Gwendolyn Jones. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the handler of the roller coaster of love, Miss Gwendolyn Jones. Hey, Miss Gwendolyn. How y'all doing? How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Yes. Thank you for having me. So happy you're here. See, this is what I really love. I love this. This is wonderful. So, did I say love enough times? Uh, yes, that's what it's all about. See, there you go. See, don't Marcella is just like, oh Lord, here we go with this. No, 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 no. This is this is how it is. Okay, we go play this game. That's right. Anyways, Gwendolyn, thank you for being on the show. Now, please, would you just give us a brief introduction about yourself, and you know, give us a, some, a little fact about yourself that you would be willing to give up that people can't find on the internet? Well. I have lived in Louisiana for 33 years, uh, currently in Gonzales, Louisiana, which is about 45 minutes west of New Orleans. I've worked for both city, state government, on and off for the last 32 years. I have three adult children. My oldest daughter is 41. I'm telling y'all my age. I don't really care. That's who I am. <laughs> my uh, next to the uh, oldest daughter is 40 and my son is 33. I have seven grandchildren Ooh! and another one on the way. That's going to be make number eight. I love people. I have never met one person that I can honestly say anything even close to hate about. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to meet somebody and be like, uh, 
hi or bye and I like you, but whatever. But okay. But that doesn't mean I don't love them. That doesn't mean if I see something going on with them, I'm not going to offer to, to help them. We're just not going to hang out together. Okay. My dad was in the military. We moved around forever. I mean, forever. I can't really say, well, I went to this high school. or I went to that junior high school. I just been somewhere everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of my teenage years, a lot of my meeting spouse, getting married, all that kind of stuff has just been from California to Macomb, Mississippi to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I've just been all over the place. All right. One of my greatest things that I do, you probably won't find on the internet is I mentor high school students here in Louisiana for a local church. It's my passion. At one time, I was trying to figure out what can I do? How can I give back? How can I stop all this this negativity, this this crime, this bullying, all this stuff that I see, you're going to always have to go back to the foundation. You're going to always have to go back to the babies and try to make an impression upon them. You know what I'm saying? They're coming up. They're learning. They need us, y'all. They need us because lots of times in their homes, they don't have it. I like to eat. How about that one? <laughs> That's my favorite answer. Girl, food. <laughs> Shoot. But uh, other than that, I, I don't really know, you know. I'm just me. I'm about one of the most average people you will ever meet. I don't just believe that. Down to Not earth, for a second. Whatever. I don't believe that either. Come not on, you guys. <laughs> it's true. No, not even. Ask close. my coworkers. <laughs> They'll tell you. <laughs> That's about it. Um, oh, how about this? I've been married three times. Ooh, you think I don't strong. know a little something about love? <laughs> My third husband right now, like I said, it's been give and take the whole 23 years, but it's different this time. I learned from the other ones. One of them was very abusive. One of them, I was young. You know what I mean? Just yeah. young and didn't yeah. really know. I mean, he could dance. Okay. He could jam. And he was kind of <laughs> sexy. I was like, oh yeah, I love him. Okay. <laughs> and the second one, um, I think, you know how you get out of one relationship and you're looking for true love. You want to be with somebody. And I think deep inside women, we feel that. Oh, no, she froze. What happened? Oh, you were frozen. Yeah, you were frozen. <laughs> On my end, you think? Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, I wanted to fall <laughs> in love <laughs> again. And I, I took everything this person had to give out. Until God impressed upon me that love should never hurt like that. You know what I mean? Your kids shouldn't have to grow up and see stuff because trust me, what they're seeing, it will stay with them. You know, I didn't want my daughters to feel like, well, this this is what I saw. This is what happened to my mom. You know, this is not such a bad thing. This too will pass. No, when somebody loves you, they love you. And that's what that's what I want the world to know. Let love be love. You don't have to force it. Yes, we just need motivation. You know, I was um, I'm real gospel music enthusiast type person. Mm -hmm. Love gospel music. I mean, when I'm feeling down, I can listen to some gospel music and come back alive again. I was so tensed about this interview. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's one thing to write what you feel. And it's another to try to talk to people. And I was listening to um, y'all ever heard of a group called Sanctus Real? Oh, man. Their latest is about. um confidence. Y'all heard it? Did you hear it? Wow. Oh, and it just I'll gave me all the comp. You have got to hear it. He sings um, 
just like Daniel in the lion's den. You know, you know how much confidence it took and faith Daniel needed in that lion's den to come on here and do this. That's where I'm at. Same faith I needed to start writing that book. I was like, nobody wants to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I want to hear you wrote what you have to say, anyway. <laughs> I would love to know more about the process, the book. What okay. what inspired you to write it? What um, you know, something I've never asked and I've always wanted to ask, and I'm gonna ask you after you answer what your inspiration was, I have a really great question for you. Okay. Motivation, pretty much what inspired is okay, I never considered being an author. I mean, you know. Never thought I'm, I want to write a book. I just want to write. I've always been the one who would respond to hot button topics in the editorial section of a newspaper or on social media. Like I said, it's always easy to just write what I got to think rather than actually talk about it. I've always been that straightforward. If you ask me something, I'm going to answer. It's just simple as that. No, no fluff, fluff, none of that. I say what I'm going to say, just that type of personality, honest. My motivation for writing that book, what inspired me, uh, God is love, let love lead, came from a desire to just remind people that no matter what's wrong in your marriage, your family, your community, your love, life, whatever is wrong, we really need to respond with the best response. And that is love. I don't care what it is. Even the meanest person, respond with love. And that's just who I am, you know. The political chaos, the continuing madness of human trafficking, the senseless violence from one community to the next, school bullying, abortion, the racism, hate are all experiences. All that stuff motivated me to be, what can I say? What can I do? How do I, you know, what can I help to change all this stuff around? You know, I remember the, the 44th president, that almost started a race war. And why? You guys. Other than the color of your skin, we all the same under here. I like to think about the fact that let's just say Eve and Adam were the first couple. That's what the Bible tells us, right? Are we not all sisters and brothers? Hello. Absolutely. We Absolutely. are all related. Okay. My sister and my brother. <laughs> but yes, that's what inspired me. Just the everyday stuff I see. Just the. <clears throat> I'm. I'm pleasantly surprised pleasantly surprised um, I grew up in a very religious household and um, oftentimes when I hear things about God I, I take a step back and I get a little triggered by it and it's nobody's trigger it's mine it's my own to deal with mm -hmm. however um, <clears throat> you know I have I have children and grandchildren and my youngest is 10 and she's on the spectrum so there's a lot of I, I have to find ways to communicate with her constantly um, she's very high functioning however there are questions and there are processes that I did not have to use with my other children, even mm -hmm. though I do have other children on the spectrum. They were very different. So in what you're saying, I'm sitting here going, wow, my heart is, is, is touched. She says to me, when people say, I don't see color, she says, why would they say something like that? I see color. And you're just sitting here reiterating that to, to us. Uh, she says it. She says, I see color. Everybody's got a different color, mom. And she says, not just this, but inside everyone's got, and, the other thing is that she says, and I'm listening to you and I'm going, oh my God, this is a pure mentality because this is a child mentality. It's not childish. It's coming from a pure place, I feel. Luna says she loves someone. And I said, you don't even know that person. She goes, yeah, but people hate each other for no reason. So why can't I love them? Wow. So when I'm listening to you, I'm, I'm sitting here going, and, and you know, listening to your inspiration for writing this, I have to wonder 
how you came to a place where you decided, I'm just going to love, period. And what's your favorite part of, of that in general, of loving everyone? I'm just listening here, listening to what your, you know, the conversation you said you had with your daughter. And I'm just amazed at the innocence. Did you see her innocence? What? I see color. What's y'all's big problem? What's the, what, what are y'all talking about? Yeah, I see color. It's no big deal. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine that innocence without being exposed to what really changes that innocence? Can you imagine if we all just came up with that? Man, I... I, 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 I'm, I'm overwhelmed by everything and her, but, um, your question, what was it again? I forgot, girl. What you how did you, how did you relearn? Because, you know, we're all born loving. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. How did you relearn to love right. again? Everyone. Cause you're saying you love everyone. And, and I love, I love that. I do. And when you say relearn, I'm going to be honest with you. It wasn't something I'm kind of like your daughter. I didn't have to relearn it. I have had like fights in junior high school with people that bullied me and bullied me, called me names, even hit me. I fight them back. But guess what? The next day we'd be best friends. We'd be partners. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really have to relearn it. I just wanted I just wanted to share it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, when I said my dad was in the military and we've moved all over the place, he was in the Marine Corps. I have gone and sat in classes where I was the only black person. And there were times where there was no, nobody mistreated me. If they didn't like me, I didn't know it. If they did, they didn't tell me. So as far as relearning how to do this, I didn't. But I do understand why so many people have to relearn it. And I really think, now, now hear me out. <laughs> I really think the things that contribute to who we are, it's going to always come from our parents, how we're growing up, our parents, their first extended family. Okay. The influence, um, what we see, what we read, what we hear are things that teach us and our experiences in life. So your baby love her to death. She's so innocent, but she's going to come across a lot of things. And I'm going to challenge you to keep her heart just as pure as you can. You know, all this social media stuff that we're exposed to. Do you know, before I saw all that political chaos behind the political chaos behind Obama and stuff like that, I didn't realize racism and that hate that went along. I, I, I kid you not. I did not realize it was still so very prevalent in our society and in our world. I constantly send Texas to my grown children every day and I'm telling them things like you're going to have to be more involved in your children's lives. You're going to have to talk to them about everything and you're going to have to keep it real. You know what I mean? Because just like your baby and her innocence, there are things out there that are going to influence her and you're going to have to be right there to uh, counter it. You're going to have to be right there to explain what's right and what's wrong. Yep, exactly. I mean, I, I do sit with her and I mean, there are things she doesn't like and, and I've never heard her say that she hates something, which is great there. I mean, there are children in her class that she'll come home and she says, they annoyed me today. 
or they challenged me or, or it's something I was very upset by something they said, but I've never heard her say that she hates anyone. Mm -hmm. And even, even the one child who is also on the spectrum because she is in a, a, um, a class, a specialized class for children um, with autism, mm -hmm. she will still come home and, and as angry as she can get and, and sad sometimes, she still will not use that word. Good, good, yeah. good mommy. Oh Thank man, you. she is, she's a great mom. She's a great sister too, even yes, if I pick on her. It is one of those things. Now for me, I think what's wonderful about your book is the fact that you're even saying this at the beginning too, that, you know, we need to educate our kids in what real love is not, I mean, true love, mm -hmm. actual true love, not puppy love, not all the physical loves and stuff like that. Those, you know, physical love is great to have, but you have to have love to make love. That's and right. that's a big, that's a big difference. So what are some of the things that you think that we should try to uh, explain to them that you've noticed uh, that's worked for you and your kids, as well as those that you help to counsel as well. Well, I was just telling the young ladies in the, the mentoring class just last week, you know, at first I was, <laughs> I mean, I gave them a copy of my book, of course, but I was letting them know, and I didn't want to give them too much information, you know, concerning me and my marriages, but I was letting them know that those cute dimples and those pretty eyes and that swag, that's all natural. And of course, you're going to be attracted to it. And, you know, and you're just going to swoon and all that's OK, too. We're going to have that physical attraction. It's it's almost impossible not to have it. You know what I mean? When I think back. But, yeah, um, it's just not real enough for you to decide in high school that you love this little boy and physical attraction, unfortunately, can lead you into some situations that will cause you to regret. And then after the, all that, the regret, then comes the trials and stuff that you have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, leave all that in high school. Go ahead, hold his hand, you know, talk mushy stuff, go to the movie, have fun, but that's not love. That attraction will never be love. It will never equal love. And when I look back on my relationships and the marriages and they ended, I can honestly say I never loved either one of my previous husbands. Nope. It was all just, okay, you work, I work. Let's take care of this family. Um, Okay, yeah, you look nice. You look great. Okay, yeah, I love you, but I didn't. And now this one, man. It is a struggle. I don't care. I'll tell anybody marriage is always going to be a struggle. OK, but I love the fact that we're both Christians. We both love God. And what was that? One of my favorite scriptures. I got to find it, y'all. Love is not something you just say. Love is what you do. OK, and then there's a scripture in the Bible. It's first Peter four, eight that tells us above all. Love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sin. A lot of things that challenge marriages equate to sin. Let's just be honest. That's what it is. So if you're loving God and you respect what God says about marriage, you know what I'm saying? And if you're really striving, we're not going to be perfect, but if we're really striving to let go of all that sin in our life, we're not going to cheat on our husband, you know? 
we'll find it easier to be honest with each other because God said so. And then you just find yourself growing and maturing in love. But those teenagers and those college students and man, I feel so sorry for them. I've already walked through that. OK, and it, none of it. It was never love. It was all about the moment. And I, I hate to see kids go through it. Parents, I need I need parents to, to let them know that a lot of them won't. They don't. I agree with you completely on that, because it, it does feel like there's a lot more things out there that are expressing what love is when it really isn't. It isn't. It isn't. We, we see it in movies. We see it in, in commercials. We see it literally all over the place, because one of the things that they always say is sex sells. It's it's what's there. Yes. But unfortunately, it's not what's telling people this is exactly what you really need to look at. And of course, you know, because we've all been there, you know, when our parents were trying to explain it to us as well, you need to calm yourself down. You try to keep control of yourself a little bit more because you're going to get yourself in trouble. And then, of course, you know, you get the told that you're, you know, too strict with yourself. You need to loosen up and all this other mm -hmm. stuff. But one of the things that you that you said before, and this is the reason why I was saying the uh, roller coaster of love was because that's exactly what love feels like. You know, you're going to have your times, like you just said, where you're going to find that person that really that you love, you truly do love. And it's not just going to be like all of a sudden I've got my I've got the woman in my life. OK, like for me, I've been married for. I've been married to the same woman since 2004. Okay. So it's been 17 years. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. 17 years. It'll be 17 years. This yeah. Math is not a strong suit. No, it's not. No, it's not. But I've been with her for 19 years. That's the reason why I'm saying, because we've been together more than that. Um, my brain, you're right. Math is not my strong, yeah. my strong suit. But at least I remember the date. My wife doesn't sometimes. <gasps> no. I know. Yes. And I'm true to the core on this. I swear to God. Anyways. Um, <laughs> now, I've been with the same woman for I've been with the same woman for 19 years. Straight out. Okay. And it's been it, it's not like when I first saw her, it's like first thing I did, I was trying to look at another woman. Uh, but it's like somebody's head, hands were on my head, moving me directly at her. And I couldn't keep my eyes off of her. Even if I was like, oh, no, I'm going to. No, no, it was just, that's how it was the whole time. And we've talked about this. We've laughed about it too, is the fact that that's exactly what it is. She wasn't even looking for a man. She was just coming to get the money and that was it. And going back to school. But since that day, we have been together, uh, like I said, for 19 years. And it's always been something that we have to continue to work on. Mm -hmm. And for me, honestly, I don't think that there's a lot of people out there anymore that truly say, hey, love is work. It's yeah. easy to look at certain things and check them off the, the list, you know, check the boxes like, oh, OK, she's a certain height. She has a certain color of uh, eyes, hair. You know, she has a certain figure that I like, yada, yada, yada. But then we start to look at all the other things, too. And for me, when I, like I said. When I was looking at your book and everything and seeing this roller coaster of love, it's like there's going to be your high points and your low points. 
you said something that really got me was like that that maturity level that mm. love matures over time why do you think that is that you know even if you're 80 plus years old 90 plus years old you can still have puppy love or just that physical love either male or female mostly males but still female too why do you think that is i think sometimes people fall in love in their mind um how often do we change our mind okay i thought i love you okay i changed my mind but the real stuff begins in our heart when things start in our heart they don't just change like the weather you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and when i first met my husband i thought this dude has the cutest dimples um (laughs) i don't i don't really see those dimples anymore but and i didn't love him like i love him now you know what i'm saying when i first met him i didn't that had to grow and a lot of things that had to grow were the fact that some of the personality and attitude and traits that the exes had he didn't possess he had came with his own set of <laughs> issues and different things. So even though I got rid of some of that other stuff, I still had to learn to love him for who he was. We just had an anniversary, February 19th. And I said, come on, let's just go out to eat for our anniversary or whatever. And to be honest with you, I was like, yeah, you know, because we've been married for how long? And he just went silent. He was like, uh, I don't know, but I know how to calculate it. <laughs> And you know what, you guys, I couldn't be angry at him. I could not be mad at him because over the years, that's my husband. That's who he is. I have known that about him since forever. I know that's the way his memory is. I know he doesn't pay attention to details like I do. You know what I mean? Look, I'm going to tell you something else. Another big difference that occurred in us was I went to school at 50 years old. Okay. First of all, we're on this even thing. Okay. I go to school and I'm learning all of this stuff. You know, I go get my master's and I'm just overwhelmed with just knowledge. And David is just David, you know, and even though our conversation's changing, I'm trying to tell him some stuff that I know, dude, this is what I love. He's like, you know, like what, whatever, what can I expect? You understand? What can I expect? Does that make me not love him or love him any less? No, I just love him for being David. I love him because he's my husband. I love him because we're just married and all those kids are gone now. So, you know, <laughs> we can just love each other. And it's not going to be no roller coaster thing. And, okay, well, you're not as cute as you were. Okay. You don't have the curves like you used to, which a lot of people do. They like, oh, that's not, you don't look the same. So uh, I don't think we're going to last. You know what I'm saying? Look at our celebrities, y'all. Look at our celebrities. Look at the, you think I got three husbands? I had, look at them and the number of marriages and divorces and the, and it's, it's not based on the things that love needs to be based on. So it's a roller coaster. It's a this, and I'm going to tell you something that really just really hurts my heart. And that's all of the babies born out of wedlock. Uh, I'm not going to call one specific celebrity's name, but for him to be all over the papers with my seven babies and my eight babies by, you know, these eight different, and like, it's just okay. What message are we sending? What so message are we sending? Thing? You know, yes. Well, Ms. No. I, 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 that resonates so deeply because um, my father was married. He's been married five times. 
So in, in and not that that I'm I'm trashing him in any way. My dad is a beautiful person, and I think that he was looking for that person. And you know he's he's been with someone for some time now, and and she's a lovely lady. I wonder if my dad feels the way that I did that I knew I knew at a very young age that everything had an expiration date and I did not fall in love until like truly in love and knew that I love this person. I never wanted to be without them until I met my daughter's father and that relationship's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. I actually am in a brand new relationship. It's going on a year. And I think the most beautiful thing about it is we, we have not been able to hug each other in person. He lives in another country and we talk every single day. We talk every single day. We share love. We, there's so much that I try to push away because I say, oh, my God, I, why am I doing this to myself? I don't want to get hurt. And he still comes back full force with love. And you said yourself, you know, we look at the appearance. He's not physically my type. Everyone has a preference. He's not. But when I met him, there was just something so wonderful about him. And he said the same thing about me. He says, I think I first fell in love with your voice. And then it grew from there. And it, for me, it was how sweet he was and something about him made my heart pound. So I I think that I'm still learning. And I love the fact that you've written this so that people can grab a hold of it and read it and say, Oh my goodness, this is what, and I think we all know it deep down. I said it before. I think we all know it. You know, we all are born loving unconditionally and somehow a lot of us just forget it. And I think that that's what we're lacking. And I think that that's the message that's coming across right now in your words, in your book, what is the favorite thing that you wrote that you would love for people to know about? Marcella, I just love you. You just told me about, you know, this this guy that, you know, you're in this relationship with. You don't always see him every day. You, you just it's a long distance type relationship. You're learning his heart. That's what you're falling in love with. And that's what he's falling in love with. You know what I mean? It's not based on the physical and all that old kind of stuff. That's what I want people to take away from my book. It's like, and my daughter, she was saying, well, mom, you know, because, you know, she's in the market for another husband now too. And she'll be like, well, mama, um, you know, he looks good. And, you know, and this and that. I'm like, I want you to fall in love with the person first. Don't interject don't even add that sexual aspect because once you do you're gonna be confused you're gonna you know what i'm saying but oh man i just want people to say if god is love then and and if he if you truly believe he's the creator of all things and he is love that's our foundation you understand he has to be our foundation for this love thing to grow and do in every area of our life every area whether it's for the opposite sex, that love for my child, that love for my coworker, even my supervisor, uh, my love for whoever, you know what I mean? We have to have that. So I want them to take away from this book that they can do this. They can love. They don't have to just harbor ill feelings about everything. I want people to read God is Love and take from it what they need to improve themselves, their existence. I, w- I hope the book will encourage people to examine themselves. Uh, We can all benefit from self-examination. I want them to walk away with a new idea of what real love is in order to identify what is not. You know what I mean? I want them to look at past relationships and the way they've handled different things and think, I could do this better. I I I could do this. I just want people to become better. You know what I'm saying? I I do. So thank you for sharing that with me. Yep. 
That's beautiful. Thank you for letting me share that. Oh. <laughs> See, this is what I love about this is that we have the capability of learning from one another. We have the capability of sharing our stories together. And that's another reason why me and Marcella has still do this is because one, we love doing this. We love talking to people. We love uh, listening to stories. You know, I talk more than she does, but you know, that's one of the things that she loves to throw in my face, but you talk way too much, Mac. See what I mean? I can say like five <laughs> words and she'll say, you're talking too much. That's uh, love. It's love. <laughs> it is. It is a sibling love. It's a sibling love. She, she's mm-hmm. my sister from another mother. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here's the other thing I really enjoyed about the book is the fact that it's, it's not really just a book. It's also a journal too, in a way, mm-hmm. because of the fact mm-hmm. like at the, at the end, you actually have counseling questions for yes. people to actually look at and yeah. think about it and say, okay, like for instance, what is the purpose of your marriage? Is it important to be able to trust your spouse? What about their irritable behaviors? You know, because these are things that you have to think about before, you know, you actually do this. Should a person pass matter? These are things that, you know, for me, I wish I had this one before I got married because of the fact that one, even though, you know, my wife is perfect as she is, perfectly imperfect, and that's what I love about her. But the, no, no, I'm not in trouble because it's true, because she loves my perfect my imperfections perfectly as well. Yes. You know, yes. and that's that's the one thing about marriages is that you're not going to be perfect at everything. Never. And that's why we have a partner, because what we drop the ball on, they pick it up mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes a marriage work. That's what true love really is. So my question to you, my final question to you is, why was it so important for you to put this in there? To have those questions at the end for them? Well, I wanted to write a book that was short enough for somebody to read in just a day or two, you know. Um, So I felt like I can't just discuss everything that I want to discuss. And then I don't know why this person picked up this book. I don't know what they're going through. You know, um, I don't know what questions they might have. So I just tried to come up with every single thing that I wish people would know before they get married, that I wish I knew before I get married instead of just getting married. (laughs) So I was trying to help. And even though I may never talk to any of them, but I'm like, turn to the back of this book. If, you know, that don't answer your question, Y'all, please give them people my phone number because if they have a question, I will answer it if it's not in the back of that book. <laughs> but I just wanted to give them something to think about. I want you to think about everything. I have told other couples, like in the church, I'm like, you look across the street and you see that person's grass and it's all green and pretty and bushes or whatever. Cultivate your own grass. Go and get your fertilizer and you know fertilize your own grass. Not only that, fake grass is always green. Okay. So come on now. I think people need to do their own thing. You know what I'm saying? And lots of times we think, oh, I don't want that spouse no more. I'm going to get me another one. And start over? Figure them out? Love love who you're with. Girl, wasn't that a song or something? I forgot the words to it, but yeah, love who you're with, y'all. If you don't know how, then learn how. Learn how. 
You know, I, I if she has not on the wisdom app yet, she needs to be. You need those, to be. <laughs> th- those were just some gems right there. Fake <laughs> grass is green all the time, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you oh got it. You got to know. I'm going to be getting your number from Mac, and I'm going to be calling you all the time. Oh, yeah. please do! Our- oh my gosh, please. Sweetie, Please it's already do. on the list. You have I know it's on, it's on that I know list. It's on the list. You got it. <laughs> Just reiterating that I shall be oh, yeah. calling all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because this is this is so awesome. So, you know, Marcella has a couple other questions for you because it's mm-hmm. something that we always do. And if you if if you if you get the uh the what's the word I want to say? Um, the reference. The, the reference. reference. Okay. If you get the reference, great. If not, we'll explain. But yeah. Go ahead, Marcella. Okay, Miss Gwendolyn. What is your writing kryptonite? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm my own worst enemy. Okay. Ooh. I could talk myself out of anything. I kept telling myself while I was writing this book, I was like. This book's message of love has to be realized by the person. This has to be an individual perspective and a book will not change how people feel. I just kept telling myself, I said, now, because like I told you earlier, change, it can't just begin in the mind because it won't last. Because we change our mind every day, every minute. Lasting change must begin in the heart. Everybody, everybody wants to hear about love. Um, that's that's a beautiful answer. I think that's that's. I think that might be a new one for us, right, Mac? Your own worst enemy. Um, my Absolutely. last question, and it's oh. it's it's a it's a. Uh, this is one of my favorite questions. The kryptonite one is my favorite, but this is my other favorite. Um, <clears throat> do you have a favorite quote that inspires you to write, or is there something in general that inspires you to keep doing what you're doing and being yourself? Um. As you might know by now, the Bible has so many scriptures. I love the Bible. Okay. They provide more than enough quotes for me, but I'm always inspired for other things like, who is that? Gandhi said, above all, we need to love each other. Mm-hmm. And love is not something you say. That's what you do. So yeah, I'm going to stick with them oh, too right I there. I love that. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, this, this, is, this is wonderful right here. And this is why I love about this. Gwendolyn, I want to thank you for being a guest on our show. We really had a wonderful time with you and learning the story behind the story and just learning a little bit more about you. Please tell us more about where they can find you online and events that you're going to be having soon. The floor is yours. No events. Um, (laughs) Yeah, of course, I'm on Amazon. Most of all of the retailers, because I really had two different publishers publishing it. So it is out there. Um, I would tell my kids all the time, I don't care about the money. I want people to read. The more people we get to know and understand that they can they can do this love thing. It's so easy. God gave it to all of us. It's inside of us. We just got to pull it out and use it. Of course, I'm on Facebook as Gwen Jones. And of course, Instagram, I'm hallelujah, sister. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm out there. And I'm so glad I got to spend this whole hour with you guys. It's been wonderful. Wonderful. I'm Please so call me out to you too. Oh man, this is wonderful. <laughs> I, I I love that. Hallelujah, girl, huh? Hallelujah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, again, thank you, Gwendolyn, for being on the show today, giving us a chance to just get to know you a little bit more. All right, Marcella, your thoughts. 
you know, I was not up for this with the whole love and, and God. And, and it was nothing personal against this beautiful lady. I just, I didn't know how I was going to feel until she started talking and I saw her smile and that I was done. I, I was lost. She had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love it already. I love it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, you know, sometimes our days can get really long, especially with our kids. And we just need that person that just has that overflowing energy that we can just grab a little bit of it just to not to just, you know, tear it from them, but just just get a little bit of a feel just to jumpstart our own battery again, per se, so we can start filling other people up again. And yeah, she is definitely that. And I am definitely I'm actually going to, you know, just sit down maybe tonight or tomorrow night with my wife and just ask some of these questions. Do a little test for myself as well. I'm going to go over the questions myself, write my answers down, and then go to her and ask her the same questions just to see if they, if they fit. Because again, after 19 years, either it's, Hey, I'm just dealing with you now, or it's actual true love, which I believe it is because I'm still alive. So uh, it's a great idea. It's a great idea for me to ha- ask these questions of Daniel because we're still fresh. Yeah. So it's perfect. So Miss Gwendolyn, thank you again. Oh my God. I can't say it enough. Yeah. She's, she's a wonderful woman. So until next time, folks, remember, keep writing, keep inspiring, and keep sharing as you go beyond the pain. Hey folks, that's a wrap for this episode of Beyond the Pen. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed creating it. If you'd like to stay connected and up to date with everything Beyond the Pen, follow us on Twitter at Beyond the Pen Pod and Instagram at Beyond the Pen Podcast. For even more content and exclusive access to our guest profiles and more, make sure to visit our website at beyondthepenpodcast.com. Don't forget to join our Facebook fan page to interact with our favorite authors and fellow fans of the show. And if you want to take your Beyond the Pen experience to the next level, check out our selection of video interviews on Traverse TV's video on demand and live stream. You can access these interviews through your Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Google Play, iTunes, or the Traverse TV app. So until next time, thanks again for tuning in and remember to keep writing inspiring and sharing as you go beyond the pen.